Money is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. P.T. Barnum. All righty, welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Corner podcast. And today we're talking about the M word money. Money, 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 money. Just the word itself will create such a mix of emotions from anger and hatred to jealousy to, you know, to not enough, to envious, to a, a, a craving, a desire, and everything else in between. We're going to tackle this topic head on today. I'm going to share with you everything that I've learned, everything that I've seen, and a few ideas that you can install into whether that be your belief systems or whether that be your story around money, your relationship with money. And my relationship with money, the more I work on it, the more I'm aware of it, and the more I take actions to better my relationship with money, the more we make, the more I make, the more I attract it, the more it's around, the more it's a tool, the more I use it to grow and scale and build and reach more people and help the world and get to enjoy the process in the meantime. I'm going to share with you a story just so you know where I'm coming from. I'll share with you two really quick stories to kind of give you a, uh, a taste of what my relationship with money used to be. Number one, when I started coaching, I literally gave my expertise, my knowledge, and myself away for free, not as a strategy. And I want to make it very clear here is I'm, I'm not necessarily completely against giving a free coaching session away when you first start in return for, let's say, a testimonial or, you know, a potential referral or a doorway into something. I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about that. I want you to be very careful giving anything away for free. There's a time and place for it. Or your time, I'm going to correct that, your time away for free. Content, value, all of that stuff, please give to the world everything you have. But I had a very hard time charging. Or if someone didn't pay me, or if someone didn't pay me enough, or if someone wanted a deal. Literally, I used to coach people for $20 an hour, and I still felt gross accepting that and taking that. And we'll get into this in a second, but I just want you to understand that I get it. I've been there. Number two, I'm going to actually share three stories here. Number two, I once bought a new vehicle, or almost brand new vehicle. To me, it was brand new. smelled brand new. It was pretty much brand new. Uh, This is like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I'm driving down the street, and there are people who, it was Hastings Street. If you're familiar with Vancouver, Hastings is a, um, is a, basically, it's just tents and people living on the street. Uh, A lot of drugs, and um, you don't even want to walk down that street. I'm driving down the street, and I had tears in my eyes, not out of compassion, but out of like this feeling of not being worthy of why me? Why should I enjoy this vehicle when so many others are struggling? And this is not a one-off a one-off experience, a one-off thing that happens. This would happen often. Like I would even like park next to a little Corolla or something run down. I used to drive Corolla, like beat down $500 POSs. So I get it, but I'd park it next. And this was not even, I had like a $30,000 vehicle. It was nothing like, 
oh my God, it's a Lamborghini or something. This was, this was a Jeep, a brand new Jeep. And I felt horrible all of the time. Like I didn't deserve it. Like I should be driving my $500 car. Why? I don't, I don't feel right driving. I love the car. Believe me, I loved it. But there was something internal and I felt it all of the time and I knew something's wrong here. Give you context, like my early childhood, we grew up in a trailer park. So I'm around trailers and trailer park and although my parents were amazing, they immigrated to Canada and were creating the first business. So we were living in a trailer park because we got it for free. Anyway, long story short, that was my early day experience with that. My parents also being immigrant parents, it was like, turn the lights off. Don't let the sink run. And I still agree with all of that, but I'm just saying that that mentality was so deeply ingrained within me that by the time I finished high school, um, I literally thought of myself as I, I did roofing, I dug ditches, I worked on the oil rigs, I did some construction, and I really just thought of myself as a blue collar, you know, never make more than 12 or $14 an hour because that's what I'm worth, never went to university, on and on and on. So when I got into coaching, which was at first in the health and fitness niche, I had a very hard time you know, asking for anything more than 20 or $30 an hour. Eventually, even in the health and fitness space, I was charging multiple hundreds of dollars or leveraging with group coaching, which would yield thousands of dollars an hour. But it took me way longer than necessary to become the person who is okay with that. I just want to make that really clear. I'm going to share one more story just so you can understand that I get what this can do to you. Another story is I walked into someone I knew, I guess their parents or someone they knew had this beautiful, it was like a, basically a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, long story, I won't get into it, but I was down in LA um, as an actor in my early, early 20s. Like just dead broke, right? Like just bombing, bombing on couches, trying to get an acting gig or whatever. And I got invited to this party and I went and I remember getting to the gate and literally trembling in fear as I drove down the, the gate open. Two people opened it for me to come to this party, to come to the thing. And I literally, my body would not allow me to step into this building, to step into this house. It literally just was shutting down on me saying, you don't deserve to be here. Go back to your little, go back to your little, it was like I was kind of living just outside of Santa Monica with like six other people. It was in a college town right by UCLA. Go back. You don't deserve to be here. And I remember the whole time just like looking down at the ground. There was some, you know, there was actors and people in the industry and people in business and everyone was doing quite well. The friend I met, we had a common, uh, we, we used to race motorcycles down the freeways back in the 20s. That's what we did. He had a Ducati and, uh, and I had some kind of Yamaha motorcycle. I don't even remember now. That's what I rode down from Canada. So we had a mutual connection through motorcycles. So he was just like, dude, come on by. Right. So this was not my world at the time. And I, I don't know if I even really talked to that many people. I just didn't feel worthy to be there. I didn't, feel, I didn't feel worthy because of my poor relationship with money. And I held such a high value on it that I thought people with more of it were better than me. This bled into later on when I started making money is why I felt so bad internally when I looked at people with less than because I started feeling like, oh my God, am I, am I better then? And, and this feeling of guilt and all this, it was an intense emotion. So I had to really work on it. So I just want to let you know that I understand and I get it and it's very real. And it is most likely holding you back from the next level just as it is me at times. 
This is something we're constantly going to work on. I am far from multi-billionaire. Far from. But along my journey to multi-billionaire, I will have to level up often and change my relationship and, and build my relationship. Not change, build my relationship with money. So here's the first thing I want to tell you. You are worth, and I wish somebody would have told me this, you are worth more than you can ever imagine. I know this is pretty open advice, but I just want you to hear this from me. Straight into your eardrum here. You are worth more than you can ever imagine. You have a massive amount of value. Stop taking it for granted. You've got some amazing skills. You've got some amazing knowledge. You've got a personality that is unique. You are unique. Your style is unique. The way that you change people's lives is unique. And you stop taking it for granted. Stop letting people walk all over you. Ask for your time for free. You have to own that. You have to know your self-worth. Until you can own that, until you know what you're worth and you own it, you won't own much. Number two, I did not go to business school. I did not do much of any kind of commerce or any kind of bargaining or anything other than an employer would pay me a dollar figure that basically I would agree on by getting a job for $12 an hour. I was agreeing to, hey, I'm only worth $12 an hour. Please pay me. This is all I'm worth and I'm not going to strive for anymore. By doing so, I would just get a paycheck. Now, when you get into business, you sign A, your own checks. B, you have to charge. You are in the business of collecting money for your services. The mindset shift that has to happen from, oh, people will just pay me to, hey, sending an invoice ahead of people working with you. It's a mistake I made early on too. I wouldn't send an invoice until like weeks after and then sometimes I wouldn't get paid because I felt bad. Sending an invoice first, always, always, always charge ahead of time. You're not an employee anymore. You run a business. Someone wants to join your coaching program for three months. Here's the 25. Here's a $5,000 invoice. If it's automated and you have a and you have a sales page or you have a order form, that is sent ahead of time. People pay before they work with you. Now, can you break those payments up? Can you have an initial fee? Yes, of course. I'm being general here, but just know your worth and understand that you are collecting money. You have to be okay with collecting money. I sometimes will record sales calls um, with my clients and they'll be on a sales call and it's going pretty well. How can I give value? What are the right questions to ask? They ask the questions, they get the full, they even talk about the coaching and the client is like, that sounds perfect. What do I do next? The tone changes, the momentum changes, the enthusiasm changes. Literally, you can feel the fear. You can hear it. You can smell it of, I will send you the invoice. Great. What you should be saying is, Great. So happy you're joining. This is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to start. When's a good start date? Friday. Perfect. Cool. Before Friday, I'm going to send you right after this call. I'm going to send you an invoice. The second that goes through, the second the payment goes through, I'll give you a first set of resources and we will double confirm the time for Friday at two. Does that sound awesome? Does that sound great? Yes. So excited. Perfect. I'll send it to you right now. 
Let me know if you have any questions. Awesome. Sweet. See you Friday too. Yep. Perfect. Boom. Done. Send it. Not, oh great. You have Friday at two. Awesome. And then you're like, should I send it? Should I not send it? And then you get on the call. Then it gets all weird. And then in a week or two weeks, you ask for the invoice. That shit ends. Um, know your worth. And just remember you run a business now. You've got to be making profit. If you're not profitable, I mean, you can last a few months without making any sales. But after those first few months, it's no longer a business. It's going to be a hobby. It's no longer a startup. It's, it's a failure. It's a hobby. It's something you do on the side. You don't have to go broke starting a coaching business anymore. You can make money in month one or month two or month three. You don't have to pour hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. You can start making a profit. Whether that's your first few thousand, I've seen people in there 10,000 within a few months. You can do it. It's doable. Don't sell yourself short. Know your worth. Know what you're worth. Know that you have a tremendous amount of value. And make sure that you're charging what you're worth. Make sure you're getting paid ahead of time. Have those money conversations as often as possible. If you have an accountability partner, like inside the Coaches You, we team people up. So we team coaches up to have sales calls together. And you can basically have those conversations. If you're not part of our world or you're not joining anything of ours, find someone that you can have these conversations with. Tell them, this is what I'm worth. Decide what you're worth. Are you worth $200 an hour and you won't do anything for any less than? If you're just starting, I'm going to work with five people at this rate to get experience. I'm all for that, by the way. Five people at this discounted rate so I can gain experience, gain the confidence. But after this fifth person, price is double. Then after I serve 20 people, prices double. Then after I serve this amount of people, prices double. Take it or leave it. But I, I, I know the frustration and the pain and the anxiety that money can bring, whether you know it or not. I want you to stay hyper aware of this, uh, of the topic and the feelings that come with it. And constantly course correct, constantly listen to that voice. Constantly stay curious and investigate, why did I act like that? Why was I scared of asking? I'm going to share one story. We had a client, uh, Ellie. I always call her Eli, but it's Ellie. Um, Ellie, if you're listening to this, hi. And she, there's a good case study about this on the website. But she, I don't want to, I'm going to just make the story short. Basically, she charged X amount of dollars because that's what she thought the market would pay her. And then she had a call with a client or a potential client who she thought was not her perfect client. So she thought, why the hell not? I'll double my price. Let's just see what happens. She was undercharging anyways. I'll double the price. And when the guy said, yeah, that sounds perfect. When do we start? And it was a great, and I was so happy when I heard this. It was an amazing eye-opener that literally price is completely made up. It's not a real thing. It's made up. Trust me. Um, the value we attach to things, you decide on the value of your coaching. There are coaches who charge a million dollars a year. Yes, they've built experience. Yes, they've built momentum. Yes, the world knows about them. Yes, they've been on Oprah. Of course, I'm not saying you can do that right out the gate. But what I'm saying is there was a point where even those coaches were like, you know what, I'm worth a million dollars a year. Uh, and I only take 10 clients a year. That's it. And you pay me ahead of time. And I see you once a month. That's what I'm worth. They had to make that decision. The decision came before it happened. No one was just like, dude, I'll pay you a million dollars to just talk to you once a month. That most likely did not happen. So I want you to understand you have to feel good about it. You have to be in alignment with it. Don't just make up a price and then you, know, you won't be able to sell it. But dig down deep inside. What are you worth? 
Are you worth $250 an hour? Because you're probably not, $20 an hour is not gonna cut it. What are you worth? What do you feel good selling? And start there, own it. As you get busier, you're gonna say, dude, I'm really busy. I need to up my rate. And a funny thing happens. I've experienced, I remember my first coach, I don't know what I was even selling at. I think my coaching program was $500 a month. This is way back in the day and they made me double it. And I was like, you are crazy. No one is ever gonna pay me. But I was challenged for two weeks, just double my prices. I doubled them, people bought them. They were easier to sell than my $500. Nothing changed um, except supply and demand. And I was becoming better at my craft. This was way back in the health and fitness days, of course. But be aware that a lot of these problems stem from your early relationship with money. And although we can make this podcast 60 hours long, talking about all the, uh, all the things that can come up, you're a coach. I want you to stay hyper aware of the feelings that come up around money. I want you to stay hyper aware of any emotions that come up when you ask for a sale, any emotions or any feelings that come up when you're pricing or coaching, any feeling of when you sign a client, are you regretting it because you know you're charging too little. If any of that is coming up, double your price right now. Double it. If none of that is coming up and you feel good about it, great. You're in the beginning stages. You know, Set a timeline. For the next 30 days, I'll charge this. But at 30 days or after my fifth client, I'm doubling. No matter what, I'm doubling. I'm going to push myself, stretch myself to double it. I also did exercises where I went to high-end car dealerships. And I and the, you know there's a lot of people who give this advice, so I was just taking it. I didn't know any better. I'm like 23, 24. But I would sit in these luxury cars or start visiting luxury apartments or luxury buildings, just hanging out at luxury places. Um, you know, Vancouver has this downtown little core. It's like this little stock market core. I just hang out there and have my coffee. Not because... I could care less about it. I'll stay in a $100 Airbnb and be just happy. But I wanted to train myself to not let that stuff control me. To not let it be better than me. To not let myself feel less than a Ferrari. Less than, you know, someone who makes $20 million. Now I have someone on the podcast. They're like, dude, we, you know, we, we made $27 million last year. Awesome. Let's talk about it. I want to learn something. Where eight years ago, I would have been trembling in fear and being like, why is he talking to me? I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm worth, I'm, I'm, I'm human just like you. I may not be making $27 million a year yet, but let's talk, let's chat. Um, and really that early training of the luxury cars and the apartments really trained me and hanging around people with a ton of money trained me to not be less than, trained me into that world. And I suggest you try a version of that, whatever, whatever that may mean to you. Uh, whether that's trying on really high-end clothes, trying on, going somewhere and trying on really high-end watches just to see what it feels like and owning it and being like, yep, one day this is mine. I don't want to get hung up on the materialistic aspect of this because that's not important. That's not what this exercise is about. Good care less. I got a $280 fossil watch and I freaking love it. Like I love it. Um, so don't get hung up on that. But if you can't put an $80,000 watch on your wrist and look at it and be like, that's cool. If you get some crazy mixed emotions with that or you have a hard time even stepping foot in that, we've got problems. I'll leave you with that. A few actionable things you can try. And I'm just going to leave you with really, really letting you know that you are worth it. You're no less than anyone else with more money and you're no better than anyone else with less Focus on giving value. Focus on sharing your value. Focus on sharing your gifts and understand you have a business. 
Stay in a free-for-all. You have a business and you are worth asking for it. Done. Mic drop at Lucas Rubix on Instagram for anything else. And LucasRubix.com for more podcast episodes for a ton of free training. And if you're looking for coaching and mentorship, we've got three levels of service. Everything is through application only. All the information is at LucasRubix.com or the links below. Chat soon. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next.